Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Welcome to the Whitetail Legacy Podcast. Tomorrow is opening day. This morning, then I have a great hunt. Deer didn't move like usual. We just got set up in the middle of this bedding thicket. Oh, and saving this spot from the rut. It's a nice, I think it's a nice buck. <laughs> It's a 170. That was money. I think it's down right over there. 10 yards. Woo! Whitetail Legacy Podcast. Bringing you back to the hunt and leaving a legacy. Baller rut. All right, guys. Whitetail Legacy Wednesday. I'm coming at you from La Crosse, Wisconsin on this episode. Homie, where you at? I'm in the hometown of the Berg. You're in the Berg, the house. Yes, at the house, not in the studio. So I've got probably the most redneck setup that you've ever seen. I know. I, my setup's just downsized way, way much. I just have to. I just had to call you. It's the easiest <laughs> podcast I've ever been on. <laughs> I would say I've got the computer on the table, about six beers over here, the soundboard, microphone box. So I got yeah. stuff everywhere. Um Probably not going to be talking right by the end of this because I'm at home. I don't have to drive home, so I'm just going to be cracking beers. <laughs> no holding Perfect. back tonight. Perfect. All right, guys. Well, we wanted to bring uh, this episode to you. We're, we, I'm on the road working, so we had a little struggle getting together. We got so much uh, pre-work we need to do for season, which we're going to leave for other episode. Uh, but this is this is how we're going to do this one. We're going to get through the partners real quick and get right into the show. So I'm going to start off with Ingram's on this one. Uh, Ingram's Outdoor Obsession. Check him out on Instagram, Facebook, all your taxidermy needs. Um, he's 
cranked out three bucks this week, I think. So yeah, I like I I seen them and man, they look good. Did you see the split G two on that one buck he had? Yeah. Oh man, that was crazy deep. Yeah, pretty sweet. So he's putting in a lot of work. It's crazy that it's like not even close to deer season and he's just looking at deer all the time. Yeah. So <laughs> that'd be one but, perk. Yep, for sure. Uh I'll start off here with uh veteran innovative products, the VIP. Um, he does have a special going on right now. You can get a uh, full setup of the mouth diaphragm calls if you purchase two packs of veteran broadheads. Uh, you'll get the mouth calls for free. So uh, I can't remember how much value he said you're saving if, if you do that. But two packs of broadheads get you set up with a full line of the mouth diaphragm calls. And yeah, that's sweet. We haven't got our calls yet. I'm excited to, to get them. I know. Them. I've got a couple people messaging me asking me if, if we've got the calls yet. And I said, no, but can't wait to get them and give them a run. So going into the VIP veteran broadhead shout out this week, we got Kevin Flack. He was in the army for seven years as an infantry squad leader, was a part of OEF and OIF, enduring freedom and enduring Iraqi freedom. And he is the owner of Downrange Excursions. So, Kevin, uh, everybody here at Whitetail Legacy, VIP, and Matt and Cindy salute you for your service. Yeah, thank you for your service and everything you do for this country and for your business that's helping veterans. I'll get into ECW calls. At the show, we were able to pick up our boys' custom grunt tubes. Um how, how's how's Aiden like his? He loves it. Um, it, I when we come home from the show, I come in here and put it in the back uh, coffee table, and then about two days later, I come home from work. Well, no, it was Sunday because we went to the show Saturday. Sunday, I come home from work, and I seen the box had been opened, and then he come running from the living room as I come into the back room, and uh, I could hear him coming before I even seen him. Yeah. Yeah, I put Rainers up too. I know that he'd tear it up about three minutes, but uh, <laughs> uh, uh, he loves it. Like I said, hopefully, hopefully when he's you know 12, 13, 14, he can actually use that grunt tube. That's going to be super cool with his name on it. And uh, it'd be super cool if you could, the first buck he kills, he grunted in with that or something, you can mount it and put it with that mount. That'd be yeah, that an would awesome be cool. memory. So. All right, that's it. We got through nope. quick. No, we got to get into oh. Scentlock. Oh, yeah, Scentlock. See, we're not together. This I know. Is, I was going to say. The flow is all, all off. <laughs> I was just going to say, we're going to really be testing our flow here together. Yeah. Um, Scentlock, turkey season's coming up. I know you guys, I know some of you guys, season's already opened. Um, here in the Midwest, we still got just over a, well, a little less than a month. We open, the season we got starts on the 20th of April. And uh, it's still about the mid-40s in the morning. And then, you know, on a good day, can get up into the 60s. So um, that full-season tactic suit's going to be coming in handy there, able to keep you warm enough through the first couple hours of the morning and uh, still be light enough to uh, keep you cool while you're running and gunning when it gets up to 60, you know, mid to late morning if you're trying to make a move on a couple birds. So I'm going to be rocking the full-season tactics suit in the turkey season yeah i'm gonna be doing the same 
it's got a lot of stretch so i just wore it all season and wore under layers and was solid all gear yeah so yeah i was that you're definitely wearing that in the mr freeze video yeah and that's that's you know late november so yep but all right man let's get into the show let's check our flow like you said it's so it's weird on my end because <laughs> i can't hear myself coming back into my own oh ears. yeah right and <laughs> and uh watching the squiggles and make sure everything's going on. So it's, it's all on you, man. So Got a, I feel like a lot of pressure now. Yeah. So <laughs> we, uh, we wanted to, we haven't talked an episode just us since ATA. So that's been three over, months. Yeah. Just over three months. Yeah. So it's been a long time. We've been bringing guests on for you guys. We want to do a couple of ours to get you caught up with what we got going on, on the land management side, kind of season prep planning, and our film that's the main thing we got going now we're releasing our film so this episode is going to be kind of a thank you episode and a film episode just discussing them so well one thing i want to start out with is i want to thank all the listeners we haven't done that in a while mm-hmm. uh we just keep growing and growing uh we're getting a lot more uh social media presence i mean the responses comments private messages messages on the page we're getting a ton of those we we appreciate that we always say message in and talk to us if you got a question or want to talk we're normal guys just like everybody else and once we we start talking to a guy it's like three hours later and i'm still sending messages you know what i mean because every you know no matter where you live if you like hunting you have a lot in common you know so we get to talk about big deer we're chasing and uh, trading pictures. And then three hours later, you're getting a person or messages from them, you know, but, uh, yep. Um, we definitely like engaging with everybody. And just like Cody said, you know, we've all got a lot in common. Um, you know, we don't value ourselves any better than anybody else out there because we are just trying to be normal guys, you know? So we definitely love swapping picks. Um, Cody's pretty tight-lipped when it comes to sharing picks, but um, we love we love seeing what you guys got going, whether it's big or small or you know old. Uh, we we love every facet of of chasing whitetails. Yeah, I was just talking to a guy today, and he was educating me on bears a little bit. I don't know a lot about bears, but he was talking to me, you know, size and maturity and all that. So I learn I learn a lot from the listeners. It's cool that you know and you know that we've made we always talk about the friendships we made you know because of the podcast and that's Mm -hmm. what we say that's our biggest our biggest gain of this whole thing is our friendship group so i think since this is the film episode we released our film to our snapchat group early just just the mr freeze episodes all were released right and let them watch it and then give us some feedback which so. which now, um, the one that everybody's going to get to see, um, there's been some quite a few changes. Yeah, there's been a ton of changes. I mean, I think we had there. We knew it was a rough draft, but we just wanted to see like their overall. Yeah. What they thought, you know. Yeah, so, we just we just threw in some some quick interviews one night after podcasting, and um, just to be able to piece everything together, and then we come back through after. Uh, we got some feedback and then did some nice, good quality interviews. Yeah. So I want to shout out, uh, Justin, Paul, Jake, Bryant, John, Nate, Mark, Dallas, and Brad. 
And the list is getting long. Man. I was gonna say I'm gonna I'm gonna shout out uh, Garrett, Grant, Jesse, and Jason also. Yeah, I got them down here on my notes for goals to to shout out yeah. for all the help that they did for us. I mean, we can get into that later, but I just want to say a big thank you to the Snapchat group. Um, they're always supporting us. All the shares, all I mean, everything they do. Uh, some really solid guys on there. So. But uh, but man, what do you what do you think about our year? You, I mean, we've seen all the film. What do you think our year, in like a nutshell, was? Um, I think it was a year of of growing. Um, one as hunters, and two as people trying to film. You know, um, we were filming with DSLRs, which we just got. You know, uh, midsummer, June or July, I think July. Um, yeah. so trying to, and we had never messed with DSLRs before. So trying to get a camera like that, get it figured out, um, pretty much using stock glass. Um, you can, I can tell a difference between like you and you in the first video versus you in the last video, you know, um, yeah. just knowing a couple different things and, um, you know, Mr. Freeze was challenging us from a couple years ago. So, um, just looking back at it, I feel like we grew a lot. Yeah, I feel like we grew. I also felt like, I feel like our early season was slow, man. I feel like we were struggling and then it all like, I mean, it was like boom, 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 stuff started happening for us. So, but I think that's how a lot of seasons go, but like the year before when we we filmed but we didn't release anything really and we didn't mm-hmm. film just a little bit we were burnt out by the time that we got all the good stuff this year you know yeah and so. you know i was just thinking that before we were recording before you called me um i i wasn't fully in with going back to videoing again until i had seen stuff that you had put together, you'd put some clips together that I had recorded. And I was like, man, that was actually pretty badass. I mean, nothing like epic or nothing super high quality or anything like that. But just to be able to go back and watch it and then remember it myself, I was like, man, that is pretty cool. So that then I'm like, all right, I'm all in, I'm ready to go. And I'm going to get a DSLR camera so I can get better quality. Yeah, you know, and we wanted to do the pick content creation deal also, so For we sure. went the SLR route, which I'm really glad we do. And now it's a, one of the biggest wormholes we could ever open up. You know, we both updated glass. We're talking about updating bodies, you know, and just a never-ending. You can always – one thing I really like about us is we don't try to compete with anybody. We're trying to be the best we can be, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And we look at our stuff. And we're nitpicky about it. And I'm sure a lot of other people are too, you know, but we're like, man, we could do, if we filmed it just, if we filmed it right now, we could do so much better. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So so that's a lot of stuff we got coming up. Um, One thing for the listeners, all the the videos are going to be on YouTube. So subscribe to the YouTube at Whitetail Legacy. Um, Follow all our social media. We'll be posting, uh, kind of like pump up hype picks maybe videos 
of each film before they're released. Um, that we're on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Uh, Twitter's a great content area for us. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of fun with it. But uh, make sure and subscribe to the YouTube so you can follow our film. Hopefully, we'll be able to bring you these five and then go right into uh, Turkey Film right away. So, Yep. Um, we're going to release every Tuesday. So, um, actually, the first film dropped yesterday. Um, <laughs> we're not... We, we're dads and like we just said in our preview video you know we're dads so we can't record this like immediately and then turn around in a day and and produce it so um we're still two or three days out from uh our first video dropping which we'll get into that here in a minute but um be sure to get in on the youtube yeah i mean we mentioned it in the in the intro but the reason we're doing this me over the phone is i've been traveling for work and I was home one day last weekend and then turned around and left, you know, and then we got, I did some land management stuff. We had to do that one <laughs> yeah, I was day. Say, I was it's, there, not like, so. it's not like you were home, just, you know, sit on the couch, enjoying time with the kids and the wife. I mean, you, you had some work that you wanted to do in order for you to be able to hunt a property. Yeah. So, I mean, I got that done, but we still have a lot more work to do on said property. Yeah. Boonertown. Booter Motel. Booter Motel. It's Booter Motel. <laughs> yeah. We're changing the name. Change Booter it. Motel. Officially changing it right now. Yeah. Cameras are got to change and everything. So, uh, Booter, Booter Motel, we got to do a prescribed burn on it, uh, about 10 acres. I would say we're, uh, we've got uh, a little bit more to burn than what we initially had been game planning for, too. Yeah. Yeah. And then well, I'd like to get some stand work done. And it was either record this podcast or try to get that stuff done. And then with both of us, two kids, I got one on the way, two wives that work mm-hmm. and it's hard to get the, it's hard to have a podcast, edit it, produce it, export it and everything while working, you know, as many hours as we do on the railroad. Yeah. So did you say kid on the way? Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh. So yeah, I got another kid on the way. We had triple, triple deep dad. Ooh. So I'm excited. I wanted three. So, hey, what can you say? I'm done. I'm tagged out. (laughs) I was was talking all that shit in the Snapchat group, and then literally the next morning at the briefing at work, my wife's texting me about having a baby and this and that, and I was like, oh, dude. I told you. I was like, no. Once I announce, once I announce Oh yeah, but she's talking like five, six years. I'm like, there's no way. I'm like, I'm not resetting the 18, 19 year clock in five or six years again. There's no way. You got to pump them out, man. You want to have three, you got to pump them out. (laughs) It's going to be utter chaos for about eight years and then you're going to be solid. I know. I know. Not happening. I I shut it down. But that's, (laughs) that's the reason that we are doing this over the phone. So let's get into our film. We've been BSing here long enough. Um, our first film that's going to release is Beginnings, and that's a short one, right? That's a five-minuter? Yeah, it's four and a half, five minutes. Yeah, that's just a short one. Um, one goal that we had in our film was you guys can get some of our personality on the podcast, but in film you can see other stuff you can't hear, you know what I mean? So you can see our family and what hunting actually means to us and what we want to what we want to describe 
in our hunting videos. You know what I mean? What we want to showcase as importance, it's not your traditional, we're going to an outfitter, we're, we're, or we're out on public and here's a buck and we're going to shoot it. We tried to showcase a story and have meaning with every film, which is really hard to do. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a challenge to do, but that was a challenge that we wanted to do. And sorry, I had a call coming in. I know you did. Uh, but I think we, we did a pretty good job of, you know, every film throwing a little bit in there that showcases our personality. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so go, go ahead, ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah it it going into the season you know i mean we're just t- trying to record everything uh we knew that we were going to produce something as the end result we just didn't know the style of the legacy that we're going to record so that was yeah. kind of hard but we've got a really good idea now of how we're going to record all of our films or hunts or whatever you want to call it from here on out. And um, just like Cody said, it's going to pack a message and it's going to showcase who we are, what we believe in, what we what hunting means to us, and um, t- tell a story. Yeah, that's what we're trying to do is just break it down to, like, number one, it's the beginnings. Everybody started somewhere hunting, right? And I feel like no one ever goes back all the way to the beginning and showcases that. Well, I had the opportunity to do that. My kid's very first ever hunt into the field, right? Where we're actually going to take a weapon into the field and har- or kill, kill some game, right? And mm-hmm. dove hunting as a three-year-old, um, there's not a lot of hunting that you can get your kids involved in, right? You, he's not going to go sit in a deer stand or turkey blind and be cool for more than 15 minutes. Yeah. But dove hunting, I mean, you can get him there. You're, you don't really have to be super still. You can talk, you can be loud, you know? So I got to showcase him, you know, how we're going to, how we're going to kill these birds, where, what we have to do legally to be able to do this, you know? So, like he he asked me the other day if we're going to get in he understands i said it's getting warmer again the birds are going to come back and then he said yeah do you think we're going to get a draw for a tag mm-hmm. i'm like the kid remembers everything so he understands that you where we're at you're gonna have to get drawn for a tag and so yeah a drone so, shot of that meeting <clears throat> or the draw you know would have been cool yeah it would have been really cool yeah. that's some stuff we're going to be able to do next year is to be able to showcase a lot more if you have more gear and you know the style that you want to film in, you can do that throughout the year and get yeah. the shots that you need to do a better job. And that's what we're going to be able to do. But For sure. I, I got to take it all the way back to the beginning. This, this hunt's just me and my kid. And it's special to me because this is something I get to have for the rest of my life. And I get to showcase it with you guys and my hope showcasing this to, to everybody out there is they think, well, my kid's three or my kid's four. I want, let's take him out and let's film it because when I'm 50, I'm going to be able to pop that up and watch it, you know? And that, I mean, it's special now, but when he's gone and 25, 26 years old, (laughs) you know what I mean? I'm going to be able to watch it and he's going to be the same age I am in the film. You know, that just blows my mind. 
that I'll be able to hold those memories forever. So, well, the meaning. Go ahead. The meaning of this for me is for me to have it, but for also to motivate other people to take their kids out, take your neighbor's kid out. It don't have to be a young kid at eight, 10, 18. I mean, take them out and they will love it and they will want to learn, you know, and if you can make it fun, I mean, there's shots in here where you can tell we're not going to kill anything, but the pur- <laughs> that's not the purpose, right? The purpose no. is learning, understanding, and, and growing as a hunter. Uh, if I would, if my dad would have started me dove hunting at three years old, I definitely would have been a lot better dove hunter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. So um, what what were, what were you gonna say? I I can't remember what I was gonna say. I should have typed it up. <clears throat> but yeah. just like you said at the at the at the end of the video, you know, it's, it's not about always being successful. You're going to have unsuccessful hunts and whatever you do kill when you are successful, you need to be sure that you take that animal and use it to the fullest extent that you can. Yep. That was the main message. The ending message that we wanted, you know, the kick in the pants is what me and homie like to call it. Yeah. So, so that was the, the kick in the pants at the end, you know, you're going to hunt and sometimes it's going to be hot. Sometimes it's going to rain. Sometimes you're not going to be successful. Sometimes you're not going to have a absolute ball of fun, but in the end it's going to be fun. Like they say, it's type B fun. A lot of the time you look back, you're like, Oh man, that was a lot of fun. But while you're there, you're like, this kind of sucks. But yeah, (laughs) but uh, it's all about the memories in that one. And like I said, I had the ability to take it all the way back to the beginning of starting a legacy of hunting between me and my kids. So, yeah, this is something I get to look forward to, um, get Aiden out there, uh, this year. We'll probably do kind of a team, you know, me and you, Aiden and Rainer together this year. Yeah, that'd be a blast. And, uh, you know, I think we'll, that'll be our, um, film that's this, this year, you know, that it'll be next year. And, um, that'll be kind of the style for that one, but, um, you know, editing wise, I put this into iMovie. This is before we decided to go big dog and get premiere pro. Um, I built this in iMovie and I was just putting it together because, because I, I, after Cody had put together my, a couple highlights of my deer season last year that I had, um, and then he, he did, a a challenge on a on a archery shoot and they wanted it videoed and stuff and then i just kind of got really obsessed with wanting to edit video and then cody had done this you know it's beginning of september so i had uh put this in iMovie and build it for him and then we were podcasting one night and i was like hey man i want to show you something and then i just laid this video out to him uh, there's no music or anything. It was just pretty raw still, but you know, I had the timeline fully put together and, um, you know, I, I know you, really it was emotional, man. Yeah. 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 I, was I, was say, I, I know, I know you really appreciated it and I got to work on, um, my editing, very early editing skills and, uh, just kind of worked out for everybody the way it happened. And, um, I knew you'd love it and, um, I can't wait to produce another one like that. Yeah, it's gonna be cool to get them both out there. Yeah, and, and film it. That's that's gonna be really neat. So, so number two film is legacy, right? Yep. So we went all the way to the end with this one, right? We started at the beginning. Mm-hmm. We went all the way to the end, which 
we probably should have put it number five, but we put it number two. <laughs> Just, but but uh, we 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 did the ending right, and this is uh, a hunt with my grandpa, right? So. Me and my grandpa hunted quite a bit before, but we, I was just asking my grandma for pictures and we, we don't. Oh yeah. That's what not, I was going to say. Just like, yeah. uh, you know, you were talking when Rainer's gone. Um, and I, I was going to bring, bring up the point that me and you were just talking, you know, we wish we had pictures and videos of when we started hunting because, you know, it would be cool to look back on now, you know, 17 years or so. Yeah, and and now, I think you and I both are taking the initiative to capture a lot of really special moments with our boys now, regardless how many you have two, three, and be able to save them and show them when they're you know at their graduation party or when they're graduating college, you know, show their girlfriend or you know show their fiance, bring it up at their wedding, and just be able to flip that in. And remember, or just like you said, you know, you'd probably be 50 sipping on coffee on a Sunday morning. Like, you know, I'm going to watch Rainer's first hunt. The, the, the yeah. dude was three years old, you know? Yeah, I know. So that'd be pretty, That that's what I was going to bring up. Yeah, it's going to be epic, man. Yeah. So number two, we went all the way to the end, right? And a lot of the beginnings for people starts with hunting with their grandpa, right? But for me... I didn't hunt with him a lot when I was younger. When I got a little older, I started hunting with him. But now he, he's at the end of the legacy of hunting, right? He's He cares about other people being more successful than himself. And I think that you go through the phases, right? You go through kill anything, kill something with horns, kill a big buck, have your kid kill a deer. And then you're at the end where you're like, you know, I want to see other people be successful, but I'm still going to hunt and try to be successful also yeah he's taking that journey of the sportsman you know yep so i wanted to make it a factor that i traveled down there bought the tags and everything and he wanted me to be successful as something fierce right right you know Mm -hmm. but it was i wanted him to be successful the reason of me going down there wasn't for me to kill a deer it was to have a memory filmed of my grandpa right because we have nothing no, I asked my grandma for pics of a nice buck I shot with him. I don't know, a few years ago, quite a while back, and mm. they can't, you can't find them. You know what I mean? So yep. people lose this stuff, and now we have it documented. My, this is my first, my grandpa's first kill on film. You know, first, you know, kill with him. You know, my cousin and me, two grandsons in the blind with him at the same time, right? So that's super special stuff, and. This film's going to relate to the people that, you know, hunted with the grandpa and enjoyed that, the passion you can see in his eyes, you know, even, even at that age, if that's something that I want to have, right. You know, Mm -hmm. so he was stoked to shoot that doe. I was more stoked than him, I think, (laughs) but this is just showcasing the family side of hunting, the, the end, uh, you know, the the beginning to the end of the transition of a hunter. So, well, I mean, right now this is, this hunt is why a lot of people gun hunt, a lot of bow hunters gun hunt. I mean, um, you know, for the camaraderie for, you know, um, people like your grandpa being able to get out, uh, you know, he might not be able to draw a bow back. I don't know if he can or not, but, 
Um, this is why a lot of people gun hunt because it can get everybody involved from a little kid all the way until, you know, your last day. And, um, it's something that's really special and, you know, you guys did a hell of a job filming it and you can just tell, just like you said, you know, his passion for, um, deer hunting and just you guys being there to get it on film with him. Yeah. And one thing I love, I love about going down there or like for, for me that the rut, that that time of the year, like if I haven't been successful, then it's stressful, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, it's time to go, right? And, yep. and it's it's time to hunt hard and knuckle down. And when then I go down there, it's the complete opposite. It's like, oh, you know, I'm gonna go have breakfast at ten thirty with my grandma because that's that that's that kind of hunting, right? Yeah. When I'm down there. Yeah. So it's cool to be able to just release and be like, I'm still gonna put hours in the stand. I'm still going to hunt hard, but if I want to go for breakfast on the first morning after my grandpa has been successful and sit around with the family and have a breakfast, I mean, I don't know anybody that has hunted that hasn't done that, right? You <laughs> yeah, know, everybody's, everybody's done shot that. Deer, everybody's done that, right? And that's something that I feel like I've lost being so serious and, you know, I'm not getting out of the stand at all or I'm not getting out till 1130 or 12, you know, and then you grab a quick bite and you're back. So it's cool to be able to showcase that side of hunting. We're trying to hit every every hunter with a film. You know, it, we're not just bow hunting. We're doing it all. We're hunting with different people, young, old. We're trying to hit everybody and sh- and bring the show the fun of hunting, right? Yeah, I'm so. gonna say. I mean, we don't frown on any kind of hunting. If you're gun hunting, if you're crossbow hunting, if you're just strictly compound we just love hunting uh we do all types of it and we love the camaraderie yeah just as much as we love the big bucks you know for sure and hunting hunting is a great way to to get that that i think i think every guy needs that guy right that he could just go out and go hunting with just as relief from work from family and this was it. It was me and my cousin traveling down, just hanging out together. Shout out to Dallas. Uh, he he did a lot of the filming in this. Um, never yeah. touched my camera before. I would have loved so. to have been in the truck ride on the way down and back just just yeah. to just to be experience that. You know. Yeah. Um, so let's get let's get into the third film finale. This is your baby. Yeah. So I'll it's, I'll let you cover it, and then I got I got some stuff I'll hit at the end. All right. Um, you know, you guys have, if you've been listening, you know, you guys have heard, uh, me talk about Mrs. Goods. Um, I start off with getting permission from her to be able to walk just straight into, uh, my buck nest. Um, that's basically what this film revolves around is, is the buck nest stand. Um, it used to be a sanctuary. Nobody really hunted over there because it's really thick. Uh, there's a, there's a couple of ridges and deep draws. Um, one where the deer, the deer I shot, uh, died in. So, uh, Cody, Cody had the pleasure of trying to drag the deer out of that. I had it out of the draw before you even got back. (laughs) Right. I had to go put my (laughs) bow down in the field and, and then I get back into the woods and Cody's already up through the draw. I'm like, damn, put in some work now, but that's why I called you though. Nobody else yeah, is going to yeah. do that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but, you know, just 
you know an area is good and you guys have left it alone, but you know your time on a property is coming to an end, so you're making a move and um, people have hunted in that general area, but you're you're just going to dive in is pretty much what I did. And, um, you know, I didn't get it right on the first, first attempt of stand placement. I had to move it. Um, you know, shed hunting over there is always really good. And just because it's so thick, you know, it's good winter cover. And then yep, close to food. Um, this year wasn't, um, as good as October as it normally is or as it was the year before because the the field that is close to was corn and then the year before that it was beans so um it kind of died off and it wasn't the same so um i shot my deer obviously november 14th and then um it's just a, a transition there you know just getting into a new area that nobody's ever really been in and hunted hanging a camera learning the camera and trying to translate information from the year before to the next year to hopefully help you be successful yeah shout out to you that's what i wanted to put in this you know it it may be your last year there. You're not a hundred percent sure the landowner's still on the edge, kind of like my landowner. <laughs> yeah. Right. When, when you don't, and you don't, uh, have like a, a, for sure, like five year lease or you're doing year to year, or you get permission somewhere. You, it's all, you're always on the edge every year whether you get permission or not. So, but, uh, props to you for diving in there. We walked at that one time and I was like, man, this is good over here. And you were like, yeah, I've been wanting to get in here. And, uh, you did it, man. You went over there and you figured it out and you were real close last year on being successful, Yeah. you know, on a couple different bucks. And then this year you sealed the deal. So a shout out to you for, for thinking, have thinking of idea that, you know, it's going to be work getting access, you know, talking to someone new, going in there, hanging stands, cutting lanes when you already had established stands that you killed out in other places. Right. But yep. you know this is probably better. So props to you for putting in the work to get in there. And that that piece compared to other piece or that spot of ground compared to other spots in on that same piece, it's like a completely different area. It is. So, and and that's the main reason that people have, have stayed out of there because it's so thick and the terrain is so diverse. But um you know, well, thank you for the prompts there. Um, it's just the drive to challenge yourself as a bow hunter to explore places that have been untouched and, and it's not going to be my last year there. Um, as far as I know, the, I just talked to the landowner, I was down there pulling stands and stuff. He said, you know, as far as the foreseeable future, we're all good. So that's good news. Um, it's at least good news coming out of season. So um, just like you had said there, you know, thinking about good access, the access to that stand is what's made that stand great for me. If I didn't have the access that I do, there's no way good. I would be able to hunt that and it still be it. as successful as, you know, e- even camera-wise, trail cam-wise, let alone hunting. I mean, hunting, it'd be blown out. Even just 
walking in there for the trocam. Did you have something to say there? Oh, no, I'm just saying, yeah, if you didn't have that access, you know, you wouldn't be able to hunt it. And that's something that you cover in the film, you know? Yeah. I, I can't believe, I think you, you say, you know, I'm going to go check this spot out, but if I can't get this access, I'm not going to hunt it. Even though you know it's incredibly good. Right. Because the bucks that have been shot coming out of there and then the trail cam knowledge that you have, sometimes it's just not worth it. You know what I mean? Sometimes you just had to play be like man i really wish i could do that but i just can't like you know? it would be maybe a one or two day pack in as you go if you didn't have the access that i do yeah and then you're just basing it off a rut you know you go in there in the rut and then say you have an off day in the rut yeah i mean then you're like well this this spot ain't worth worth a damn so yeah well you got a lot of other hunters on that property to think about too if you're yep. pushing bucks out of there you're gonna might potentially push and the neighbors, the it. neighbors hunt pretty heavy too, so you got to be careful. Um, and then one thing I didn't cover in my video, so I have some does come in, and I'm in what we, what I would call the top stand. And um, at the end of this video, uh, I added in a clip that you don't see, Cody, because I've added it in here just before I finished it off. Is uh, I'm in a top stand that we just put on in September when we're down there checking cams and <clears throat> I haven't cut the lanes for that stand, but I thought when I put that stand up that I'd be able to shoot everywhere I cut lanes for the year before. So, um, I had missed an opportunity on some deer from that stand and then the first day that i sit in my old stand where i have lanes cut for is november 14th and then this buck comes in he works he works in just like the does do in the film and um you know easy right there nice 27 28 ish yard shot and um the only reason i was able to shoot the deer that i did is because i made the move after a couple hunts of not being able to get a good visual on or a good shooting lane on the deer is because I moved, I sat in a different stand. I sat in the lower stand that I had placed there and hunted the prior year and had everything situated for. So that's something that's not mentioned in the video that um, probably should have been. Because everybody's probably wondering why I'm not shooting at these does that are, you know, 20 yards away while I'm videoing them. But that was a, a note I wanted to bring up. Um, I switched stands. There's two stands in that tree. And um, I, I moved to the stand that I had hung last year. And the reason we hung the new one is because it was higher because I'm hunting off a ridge. And the elevation, I wanted to be higher to where the deer are up on the ridge. They don't, you know... I've never been picked off in that stand. I've been close, but I've never been picked off. But I just feel like I needed to be higher because I'm almost just eye level with them when they're on the ridge, which is their main course of travel. So I felt like we needed to get a stand in there and hang it higher is why why we did that. Yeah. Yeah, so there's a good message in this one also. Um, that was an ATA deal. <laughs> that yeah. Was a, that was probably a one thirty in the morning kind of idea. Yeah. So. Yep. A lot of good ideas come out of that. Yep. So, 
excited for people to see that. It's against the grain of what you'd only see in films or the outdoor industry or whatever you want to call it. So, yeah. Anything else about that one? That was kind of your baby. So, nope. Just uh, excited to showcase my passion to get my kids introduced to the outdoors and, you know, showing them a dead deer. Um, got a couple of Snapchat videos of him holding the heart because I, I like to save the heart. That's, I feel like that's the best part of that. And, uh, you know, he knows that we're going to cook it and eat it. And I wanted to, um, put my Snapchat chain of him holding it and, you know, telling him we're going to eat it and all that in there. But, um, wasn't the quality I was looking for transmitting it into Premiere Pro. So left that out, but we do get, um, him and I cooking the heart up and, um, getting ready to enjoy a dinner. Nice. Yeah. All right, let's move on to. Number four, goals. What's that this one is, about? I have no idea. <laughs> this guy shot a two-year-old deer. <laughs> high fence. But high fence. No, we had a couple comments about the buck I shot this year being high fence. And being us being the guys that we are, we love haters. I was saying, we're, we're running awesome. with it. <laughs> it is so awesome when someone hates on us. Like, if, if they understood the people that we are, I don't, I don't think they could, you know what I mean? It's just, it's, yeah. it's hilarious. So my official, uh, name for the guy is I'm high fence Jenkins. <laughs> so if you guys are wondering, uh, and I piss S excellence. So let's <laughs> <laughs> add that but, uh, in there. Yeah. Let's add that in there. But, uh, yeah, this is, this is Mr. Freeze. This is the one that we get messages all the time about comments and people wanting to know when it released. And then, people are like, where's, you know, people want to see the mountain. I mean, this stuff takes time. You know I mean? When just like this film, uh, this took time. You yeah. know I mean? This, well, if you, you know, quit coming up with good ideas, the film would have been done a long time ago. Yeah. I don't know if they're good, but they're <laughs> ideas. I had, I had a, a, you know, I had a mission in my mind of, what I wanted to do if I shot this deer before I even shot him. Right. And that's how you should film. Yeah. But I didn't film like I was going to kill him, you know? So, right. I mean, such a long story and history. You're just like, man, dude, you're like, like is it? it, it is and it, the problem is, is the acreage, right? It, it's like the deer's here, right. And the potential's there, but is it going to happen? The odds were not in our favor, bro. I mean, they were low. No, yeah. Right? I mean, I he feel was like there. your best chance was like six minutes before daylight when he come in through on a Saturday and you're at work. I was like, dude, that was your chance. Yeah, that was but, my you chance. Know, 15 you know? yards from your stand. Yeah. I mean, it, he frequented that ground a lot more that year, and that's, you know, that had to deal a lot with it. But our access was huge. We never bumped him off. Um, you know, we we did some dumb access stuff, but it pays off. You know, that's one thing we need to do preseason. We need to go in that creek and cut all that stuff out. <laughs> I would say I wouldn't say dumb. I would think that we're just being more aware yeah, of maybe how yeah. he was frequenting the property. And we, you know, we we, when you went to that out. when you went to that north stand on the wind that he's accessing the property, because 
you would say we would both agree he's using that on a southwest wind. Yeah. So yeah. we we become more aware of the weather when he would like to be there. And then I, I feel like since he was more frequent on cams, we put in more work. It wasn't just like a random buck we got a couple times. It was a buck no, that yeah. wasn't there. So right. we put in work like I mean there for for the amount of acreage it is, twenty one acres, the amount of cams we had, the amount of cam moving we had in the moving stuff and pouring down rain and lightning and you know <laughs> yeah. right. so so the access was good and and this the stuff that's how it's like like the dumb access. Like it's pouring down rain and I'm like, Well, I'm gonna go out there or someone just walked the whole property that I wasn't expecting walking there. Yeah. And I got it on trail cam. Now is the time to go drop everything and go check all the cams because they done blew everything out of there. You yeah, know what I mean? For sure. So I forgot about one, that. One good prop to mobile cams, you know if someone's out there so you can go, you know, if someone's out there, whether they're supposed to be there or not, and they walk through wearing blue you, you flannel. Know, <laughs> yeah, you know you know that they've already busted everything, so you might as well go it you know go take everything but yep this freeze this this free this this film is about mr freeze the buck i killed in november i think it's hilarious some haters i got the high fence comments then i got the gun comments and this is i shot i'm gonna i'm saying it right now i shot him with a shotgun at about 55 yards so all the people know that this is a gun kill it's not a bow kill and you know what i'm hella proud just like if I had a shot with a bow, I don't care. Uh, I want to put that out there where we talked about the film. You see in this film what the deer means to me, right? It's a giant deer, but it means way more than that. It's Is this the first deer you've had like good history with? Well, oh, homeboy, well, had homeboy, I had some, yeah. but not year after year like that where I was obsessive, you right. know, like – I don't know if you, like I said, if we added up the time that we just talked about this oh, year and, and plans of what we were going to do, it, it, I don't even know the amount of hours, text messages. And, and for me to seal the deal, it's surreal, right? So I wanted the film to feel kind of like surreal, like, wow, you know, mm-hmm. this happened. And, um, uh, and it happened to a guy like us. That's another thing I need. We need. We need to address. We get messages and comments and stuff, and people think that we're good hunters, or they think that we're something or somebody, and we're not. Right? Mm-hmm. We put a lot of effort into killing these bucks. Yeah, we've had pretty good success. Yeah, but we're not good hunters in my mind. You know what I mean? We we work hard, and we do the things that we think we're supposed to. But do we always kill the buck that we're after? No. Mm-mm. No. Hell no. You know what I mean? And that's something that I think we need to address because we get comments and people are like, oh, man, you know, you shot a giant buck. That doesn't mean shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it right. doesn't mean shit. It doesn't make me a better hunter than you. You know what I mean? Yeah. It doesn't matter how many I got on the wall. It doesn't matter any of it. Everybody starts at a different time. Some people might have had help to become a better hunter faster. You know, it, it – it's all situational. Homie knows I love to say that word, but it is. It's it's situational to everybody, but I just want to put that out there. Just because I shot this deer, I'm not a good hunter because it was in a high fence anyway, so it doesn't even count. 
<laughs> Hell yes, it was. And I shot it with a gun, so it doesn't count anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah. Scratch that off. Yeah, so um, <laughs> putting that out there for the people that are haters. Oh, uh, man. But, uh, That's great. Man, we put a lot of work in this film. This was our baby. I mean, I, I put you through the ringer on this one. You would send me a little bit of edits, and I'd be like, got to change that or got to change this. And uh, I go full send in this one, guys. I release a lot of stuff that I feel like a lot of some people wouldn't, right? I mean, yep. I'm, emo- I'm emotional. Uh, I look like, I mean, I don't, what would you, I don't know how to describe it. I'm, I'm in a surreal moment in my life where I accomplished something that I honestly never thought I would, right? Yeah. You know, while I was recording your reaction, um, I was like, I cannot believe he's doing this while I'm standing here with a camera pointed right at his face. Yeah. You know. I put it all out there, you know. Um Maybe, I mean, maybe, I mean, because I was, I ended up crying before we even drug him a foot, you know, so I'm just trying to put myself in your shoes. I probably would have done the same thing. I just love how raw that moment was and whether we were recording it or not, you're still just losing i'm full it. i'm full send like i said i am yeah. on a i'm on another level and uh there's some stuff that we wanted to cut out you know because i mean we want to be able to show this to our kids we want to be able to show this to people and i drop a couple f-bombs in it but we edit it to where there's just a little beep now you know what i mean because i i was in that moment man because I, you did it i've I Ricky Bobby. I didn't even know what to do with my hands. I was sitting there like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm standing up, I'm sitting down, I'm turning. I'm like, I don't know what to do right now, you know. And uh, that is I went, perfect. I went fucking, I went Bassman on it and was like, look at that, look at this, <laughs> you know, look at it, just look at it. And I look at you, I'm like, homie, what? No, you know. And and in my mind at that moment, I'm like, you know. I've been hunting a while, yes, but that caliber of deer is it's legendary, right? It's like when guys like think about deer hunting, they're like, oh man, a, you know, a booner, who, you know, that's that's something. You know what I mean? Right. And and it is, right? And then when we got to him, he was even bigger. Like, I'm looking at this deer, I'm like, this deer is giant. You know, we had a lot of trail cam picks of them, but trail cams don't do justice well, on a lot of these. The problem was, yeah. is like, you're, so the only like full square on picture we have of him is in velvet, and it's what, August, August 8th or something? Yeah. And then. You could tell he's so, a giant. But yeah, yeah, you know he's going to be a giant, but even everybody in the snap group is like, well, he better get his ass in gear if he's going to be, you know, what he was last year because we already done seen his shreds. So, you know, at that point, we're like, man, you know, maybe he's going downhill or, you know, he's not going to be what he's going to be. And kind of had us worried. But then, you know, we get him hard horned earlier than we ever have. And we're like, oh, no, dude, he he is way bigger than he was last year. 
Yeah. I mean, we were thinking in the 180s, you know, high 170s, 180s, and yeah. uh, he ended up being in the 190s. So, But one thing I like to say, you're going to watch this film, and when I shoot the deer, like, I don't automatically freak out because I don't know it's that buck. <laughs> yeah, that, you know, just like, just so, like notating mine. Like, I moved, I moved down to the lower stand, and that's not notated in the video. And, um, yeah, so I, I, I'm looking, so I haven't shot a buck at all this point, trying to kill this deer. And I'm looking at this eight pointer with big old brows and just a real solid eight, got kickers. And, I'm like this. This is a one mid one thirties eight, and he's at eighty yards, and I could just I could kill him right now. I mean, that's a solid eight, dude. Yeah, that's it a great. Solid it was eight. a great buck, and I'm like, I'm not gonna do it. And that's the only deer we'd seen that morning, and it's like nine o'clock, you know. And I'm like, I'm not gonna do it. I'm just gonna wait, you know. And I text homie. I'm like, I just passed a really solid deer, and uh, and I'm kicking <laughs> him in the ass. I'm, yeah, I'm giving him the full like, rundown. You're like, what did you do that for? You know, that was dumb. And then I just explained it to him. And uh, I had my buddy Jake with me. Shout out to him. He's yes. the one that actually got the footage. Because when this deer came in, I was like, ah, I'm done. You know, <laughs> it, it's it's over. I'm not I'm not camera guy anymore. Yep. So I the this deer, he comes off the neighbor and I think he's on like a full trot in my mind which I have no idea why, because I watched the footage, and he's, like, just just strolling, you know what I mean? And uh, he comes off the neighbors, and he's on our on my piece maybe, like, 100 yards. And at this point, I'm on him, and my scope's on max power because I was looking at this other eight-pointer at 80 yards at his rack, really trying to get a good feel of what he was. So I have to put the gun down, back the gun off, put the scope back on him, and then uh, he's got like two branches that are tiny that he's got to clear. And then there's nothing. So, I, and I, I tell homie, I never look at the rack. Like I looked at his rack for three seconds when he mm -hmm. hopped the fence. And I was like, Jake goes, Jake goes, there's a buck. I look at him. He's hopping the fence. And I'm like, Oh my, okay. That's a shooter. Right. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, Same and, with my deer. Like, but it's the opposite way. Like, meh. <laughs> you're, yeah. you're shooting a giant. I'm shooting just, you know, solid buck. When you, in my mind, when I, when there was a 180 cruising through the woods, I was like, oh, I'll know it's 180, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. I was like, oh, I'll know right away. And, and I told homie, I said, you know, I, you guys heard the story if you listen. But anyways, he hops the fence and, you know, I shoot him and he crashes 70 yards from us. And uh, Jake's freaking out. I'm freaking out, you know. And then in the film, you get to see again what we like to, to do in hunting, you know, I get to get my, my kids involved, my whole family, I get to get my whole family involved. And, uh, it was really fun. You know, uh, I get to showcase friendship between, you know, me and homie and me and Jake, uh, when you shoot, like for me, that, that is a huge deal like for other guys that might not, right. They might shoot a lot of big deer. They might, you know, I've done it 10 times, but for me, it was, it was an epic moment in my life as a hunter. And luckily my wife understands that, but I made, I wanted to make the, 
the film about you guys, you know what I mean? About the people that did it with me and not about myself. Make it about the deer, the legend of that deer and the people around me when I harvest that deer. You know what I mean? Because we had a hell of a day that day, right? I mean, oh, after we yeah. killed him, we had to go drag your doe out. And then, and you're not going to see no, I shot this deer because I was here and, you know, I'm a good hunter. Or I'm, that's that you're going to see none of that, you know. Oh, the only reason I killed this deer is because I was in this area and you're not going to see any of that. It's just, it's the way I think it should be done for us, right? You know, yeah. The way we want to do it but it, it's a lot of fun that's i i'm excited for that to release because that's the one everybody's been waiting on ever since i shot the deer a week later people were like where's the footage where's the footage I'm like, like stuff it takes time man to get it right yeah and could we have done a better job yeah me and homie goes i wish we would kill this deer five years from now you know and we would have had all that more skill yeah, I wish that I wish and, that button bug. I would I would I wish he was a button bug right now. Yeah, and, and then you know, filming. Yeah, just have the story because in five years, how much better we're gonna be at filming, <clears throat> capturing a story. You know, it just all of a sudden a one ninety's in your lap, and it's your first year trying to produce something. You know. Yeah, but we we knew that going in. You know, we knew that this deer was there. We knew we had a really good chance to kill him. We, I mean, we had a chance to kill him. I mean, 21 acres when all the neighbors know he's there, you know? So yeah, that's it's tough to do, but we are blessed with the opportunity to do it. And I hope we gave credit to the buck and what you should do when you shoot a 190. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and and the meaning of that's and the meaning message that I, we wanted to instill in that film was again, I'm a nobody, right? I've I've killed some nice deer, yes, but am I anything special compared to anybody else? No. And I got it done on pure drive and not quitting. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. if I can shoot a one ninety and it's in my area, literally anyone can do it, right? I'm I'm, I don't have any degrees in anything, but putting my ass in a seat in a stand, I got a pretty good degree in that. <laughs> but, uh, I think, I think, that, I think everybody can pick up, uh, you shot on a high fence with a gun. Yeah. I mean, everybody knows <laughs> that. So, so once they hear that, they probably won't even watch the film. <laughs> right. They'd be like, what is this guy freaking out for? It's a one nine. You could shoot like a two sixty on a high fence. <laughs> yeah. It's just um, a baby. You know, you, I was, I showed up that morning. I don't think we told this on the Mr. Reese podcast, so that's why I'm going to say it. You showed up that morning. I was already there, and you and Jake showed up, a, you know, 10 minutes after I did. And we're, the main focus is trying to get Jake a doe, trying to get Jake his first deer. That's the main focus of the whole hunt on Saturday. And... I asked you, I said, are you going to the North Stand or, you know, where do you want to go? Because the North Stand is probably going to be a pretty good deal to get Jacob Doe. And then it's going to be a nice, easy drag out and everything. And it's, and it's the spot that we thought we were going to kill him. 
Yeah, yeah, I true. mean, we knew it was going to be one of those two spots, but... Yeah, because that's where the it. mobile cam's at, where he's passing through right at daylight. Yeah. So, so we knew that... We knew that the potential to kill at both, both was there, but if he would have been coming south that day, you would have shot him. You know? Yep. He was headed north, and I shot him. So... We just, I just rolled the dice and, and the day before I hunted there, what I see like nine or 10 does. I was going to say you, you hunted the same stand you shot him from on Friday and then we didn't see nothing in the evening, but we bumped in two does going in and then I, I can't remember what you seen in the morning, but you know, you're like, well, I'm just going to go back to the stand I was yesterday. We'll sit there. Should be able to drag a doe out, which is the stupidest idea I ever done heard Dumbest. of after I dragged drag a buck out of there. <laughs> so you should have been in the north stand where I was, and then I should have been back there where you was. But you know, just to, just the way it played out worked out perfectly. You shot him, and I'm glad I didn't shoot him. Yeah, I would have been jacked if you would have shot him. No, I would like, not have been jacked, bro. You seen me the way I was when when you shot him. I mean, imagine if imagine if it was me, that'd have been no, dumb. I'd have been, been jacked, bro. I'd have been like, you gotta pay me back hardcore <laughs> on something, but I'm jacked. I'd had to put you on like six one forties right in a row with a bow. Yeah, yeah, you'd have to do something. <laughs> um, editing editing this video. All right, yeah, did you roll the truck or what are you doing up there? What it sounded like you just rolled, <laughs> <laughs> no, just sitting in a hotel room. All right, <laughs> um, editing this video was, um, I, I put a lot of time into it because I knew it was going to be our baby. A lot of people were really looking forward to it, and you know, everything we do. Everything we have done with Mr. Freeze has been our best. And, you know, I'm really proud of that. Even though I'm not the one that, you know, shot him or, you know, has a history with him. But I've been able to tag along and, and be involved into the story. And I've, just like Cody has said before here, you know, I would edit something and I'd send it to him and, it, you know just to get his opinion on it because i mean it's technically his his video that's that's how i look at it it's his video so um i'd edit something put it together and he'd be like oh no dude we got we got to change that or you know what do you think about this or it'd be a part of the video that i'm not even editing to he'd be like hey what do you think about we do we do this here with 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 that piece and i'd be like well, yeah, when I get to it, I'll, I'll, I'll maybe be able to do something, you know. Um, he had very high expectations of this video, and I think um, every expectation has been met. And a lot of these, a lot of people who are listening to the podcast are going to be hopefully blown away um, by this video and really take on the message of hunting with whitetail legacy yeah i hope so you killed it on the editing i said that a bunch man i mean i had a lot of ideas going in with shots that i'd already had that i wanted to lay out in my mind and uh can i just say that that cornfield video is probably the best shot we have 
yet. <laughs> that is, yeah. That, I mean, that is sick. Yeah, I mean, we, and then you know, I was laying it out with them, and then I, when you when you look you look through all your footage, right? Everything you got, and that's what I did. You put all the SD cards in there, and you're going, okay, how can I tell a story? with what I have. And now we'll be able to film a story while we're doing it. Right. Right. So I had filmed with just filming pretty much everything you do. You can, you can piece it, piece it together to get something out. And I, like I said, I think we, we crushed this one, man. I, I am super proud of this one. Um, I know you can't please everybody, but I think when people see this, they're really, really going to enjoy it. I mean, it's got everything. It's got, a giant buck. It's got a great message. It's got friendship. It's got family. It's got only thing it's got is my terrible voice in it. That could be better. <laughs> no, it's, it's got your on fleek hair. Yeah. Oh yeah. My, <laughs> my, my, my hair. I, I'm going to win an Oscar for that or what a gold, a golden moose. Golden moose. It? Yeah. Is there a best hair for golden <laughs> moose? If there is, I, I just done nailed that thing. Man. So. Oh, you know, but, I mean, it, it's Mr. Freeze. It is what yeah. it is. Um, I think a lot of people are going to enjoy it. Um, I think out. a lot of people are going to be surprised on how we laid it out. That's my... Yeah. My... I would say, just like... I mean, by the time... If you watch all of our videos up to that point, you're going to know it's not going to be your stereotypical... We hung this set, knowing this deer's in the area... Boo, killed him, see ya. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it's a lot different than that, and that's, and we know, we know it's different. Nobody, we feel like nobody's doing this style, so. I mean, there is, but I don't think they're getting and they're playing the emotion as much, right? They're yeah, not. Right. There's a lot of not, emotion. They're, like, I, people wouldn't release what I released of myself. I feel like a lot of people wouldn't because people are going to be like, they're either going to be like this dude went full out and I'm enjoy it. Or they're going to be like, this guy is what is wrong with him? You know what I mean? <laughs> so, uh, you know, we'll just, we'll, you guys can tell we're super excited about it. We could talk about it forever, but you guys right. will, you'll watch it. And then please, this is, this is like instrumental on our film. If, if you guys have an opinion, we might, we might not like it, but send it to us, message us, yeah. you know, whether you liked it, what do you think we could have changed? Um, we're definitely not going to change the outlet of how we want to film and what message we want to send, but there's people out there that are way more knowledgeable to us on the filming side. You know, we already shouted out, you know, the glass breath guys. We need to shout out, uh, um, I had it in my notes and my computer died unprepared <laughs> i was say i heard it i heard it go down yeah yeah so uh dang it anyways shout out to jesse grant garrett i mean those guys watched the film and gave us some ideas of what we should do and we changed it up a little bit mm -hmm. and then the snapchat group guys they gave us some ideas and we changed it up a little bit so i think it'd be cool just to see people's reaction and uh I mean, just like everyone, you see our personality in this 100%. This, that is who we are. You cannot get more real than what is in that episode, right? No. I mean, no. 
just straight up no curtains it's just straight up who we are but let's get into the last one or we're gonna be here for two hours (laughs) last one is effort um so at the beginning of the season me and homie were gonna be like dude we're gonna get some sweet slow-mo shots of lighted knocks going into dose just repeatedly you know, just real clean field edge shots on some does early season, and we didn't do that at all, bro. Oh, it's terrible. I passed. I pa- I I passed so many does. It was just dumb. Like on public, I, I don't even know how many I passed. I'm like, I should just shoot, and I had them right there in frame, perfect focus. Like, <laughs> but I was like, eh, I'm not going. I got time. I got time. Yeah, yeah. This is my lowest doe kill year. I can remember, like, for a long time. Yeah, but the next thing you know, it's November 1st, and you're like, well, looking for a giant. (laughs) Yeah, time to not shoot does. And another thing with with being as heavily in the dad game as we are, you know, uh, the time to hunt is when that daylight savings time hits, boy, it's 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 savage. Yeah, Yeah, game changer. There ain't no, I'm going to sneak out here for a couple hours. It's it's over, right? And that's yep. the cutoff, and uh, that's what it is. And then you got to make sure the kids have a place that the wife's working. And then, they, I mean, it's just a disaster. And all the guys out there that have kids are like, yeah, we know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about, man. You got to – kids are always first, right? So yep. um, I'm not saying that was the definition factor. We definitely could have killed more does, both of us, but we just passed them. You know what I mean? It's well. The thing was, is you know, before season started, we had both kind of made a uh, pact that we want to get good footage. We want to, you know, show you guys. You know, we're killing deer, but we want to make it good. And we're not going to sacrifice a doe harvest over getting it on film. And um, that's kind of a new element to us, making sure everything's kosher. And um, it's hard doing it by yourself with a DSLR. But there is some pretty good encounters. And um, there's some pretty good mess-ups. Deer really close. And uh, it just didn't quite all come together. And, and this just goes right back to the thing where we're not really good deer hunters. <laughs> right? <laughs> we're still learning every time. And this is just showcase of, like, everybody has these struggles, right? Everybody, mm-hmm. you know, no one's a perfectionist. But what you see on YouTube or TV is a success because that's people what, what people want to see right but we wanted to make it a point to show the failure right the what everybody goes to and we try to do it in a funny way so it's still entertaining you know but uh this is this is us failing on does you know and we both end up killing does but still wasn't perfect (laughs) (laughs) with a, a lot of things are if you i tell homie everything i do is a hundred percent but it's it's not there you know what i mean i try to get it to 100 percent, but it's about 62 yeah yeah it's, it's rigged there's a lot yeah, of rigging rigged. going on there's a lot of rigging <laughs> stuff going 
it's just kind of my style. Yeah, it is. But uh, it gets the job done, right? And and yep. we kill deer. And main thing is we have fun. And that's the one thing about our film. Uh, we want we want people to have fun hunting. It's not all about killing a big deer. It's not all about being stressed, right? It's supposed to be fun. Even though I get stressed and I feel the time crunch, I still in the back of my head, like, this is supposed to be fun. We're out here because this is what you love to do. And yeah, it's I important mean, to instill that and people do the film. You were telling me way before season, you're already feeling the stress. And I'm like, dude, just calm down. Like, everything's good. We don't have to do anything right now. I mean, it's it's August, you know? We're just we're just yeah. chill. Um, I, I'm, I can say I'm feeling that kind of pressure already you know um, well it's not it's it's so if you you make a brand and you have people consuming your content you want to create content for them to consume that's good right so that's where i'm at like we're going to be filming together next year we're mm-hmm. just two guys so you have to think the number of sets that we have to set that are going to be successful to get content right right yeah going to be tough man but it's a challenge that i think we can do um we're put we're putting in a lot of work off season to make that happen that's going to make it a little bit easier on us i believe but we'll be able to bring better quality in the end for better consumption from the listeners or or the viewers of the show you know just like our just like our you know we bought all the gear to podcast with and we didn't buy cheap stuff we bought good stuff to get the quality where we wanted it mm-hmm. and same thing. Um, we don't make a ton of money for doing this. We make mo- no money from our film. This is literally for you guys <laughs> to consume the right way. Right? right. I mean, yeah. And the amount of effort packing in cameras, packing in bases, camera arms, tripods, we're checking your lighting 7,000 dang times on the DSLR. <laughs> That's going to be the best thing about next season. I'm going to have someone to check the lighting and I don't have to do it. Like I can just hunt when I'm hunting. But, and then uh, they can just like delete it when it's. Oh, know. yeah. Oh, Savage. man, that'd be great. It's free of good a whole card. <laughs> good, good learning right there. <laughs> All right, man. Well, like I said on, on the video on YouTube, uh, one message I want to instill in you guys is if you want to film your stuff, film it. Make it fun. We had a blast filming. I wish we would have saved all the funny stuff that we did on film. Yeah. Like my, we said we saved my sweet lasso skills, but that's like the yep. only good stuff that we yep. got. But next year being together, we'll have a lot more. I got that, and uh, you dropping an arrow with a luminoc lit. Um, but you you're you drop an f bomb in that. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> because <laughs> you're not very happy oh <laughs> uh, you know stuff happens out there <laughs> no censorship in the woods nope nope none <laughs> so yeah i can't i can't wait for this next year of filming you know we're gonna be together a lot more unless you know i'm working and you're going to public or you're working i'm going to public who knows when you're going to get off the road and we can just actually do a podcast in person. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I put, I put a bunch of bids in to get off, man. So, so yeah, I hope that comes in. Uh, we got a lot of preseason work to do 
and um, doing these podcasts over the phone just ain't ain't cutting it. Ain't the same. Ain't the same, man. Right. But we got we got the content out for the listeners. That's the main part. We we're we haven't missed a week yet, man. Haven't. So we've been a year and a few months. So still making it happen. Still making it happen. Whether it's, I mean, we're three hundred miles away right now. I was to say, and this is this is pretty important. I mean. I just I just was talking to my dad on the phone last night. And I was like, you know, I mean, we're we're nobody podcasting, but I was like, we got one video that can go pretty good, and the video games where the big dicks are playing. So, yeah, we're trying to. We're never gonna we're never gonna leave the podcast game. No. This is where this is where it's at. But we're getting our toes wet in the video because you can show much so much more in video, like. There's probably people that have never seen my face, and they're coming to be like, "Man, I didn't even know that guy was that ugly." I mean, they're <laughs> right. gonna be like, "I didn't, I didn't know that guy looked like a 13 year old." Yeah, I was trying to tell my dad. I was like, "Dad, you just can't, you know." I mean, I te- we were, I was texting him while you were taking the family back to the truck, and then before you were uh, field dressing Mister Freeze, and I was like, "You just can't get that through a text message." They're like, we're gonna show you in video, like what was actually going on you know yeah i mean the and, exact moment that you got up to mr freeze's boom it's right there yeah the so, exact freaking moment i realized that it's it's him and yeah what i what did i just do and you know and then the whole factor of like i said i haven't been hunting i've been hunting a while but like I feel like those guys out there that have just been grinding for years and years and years to shoot a, a giant like this and mm-hmm. never have. And they're so such a better hunter than I am, but they just haven't had the deer like that to chase or the luck, you know. Yeah, for him to just to walk by when you're in the tree. But, but yeah. you got him on cam, but he's just not walking by when you're in the tree, you know, just the right moment at the right time. You know, we put the work in to move that stand closer to where we knew he was going to pinch through that area, you know, and it came together. But like I said, I I say that in the film. A lot of people would never say that. You know, they wouldn't put that out there. Mm -hmm. And that and you can't script that stuff. That's in the moment. My feelings like, okay, you know, this I don't deserve this deer. I haven't put in enough work. You know what I mean? But they're good to see it. We we love Mr. Freeze if you can't tell. I mean, yeah. Geez. It's the baby. It is the baby. Oh. We hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We hope you guys uh subscribe to the YouTube and watch our films. And like I said, if you if you feel anything from them, message us, man. Let us know. You know, if 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 you watched the first one and or with homie with his kid and you feel like you want to get your son out there message us i got some tips on that i feel like i got more tips on that than killing big bucks right (laughs) uh you know i got i got some tips on that that might help you know if if you're a guy out there that has just started hunting you want to get your family involved you know message us i we we love that we the bad thing is is you know we get hundreds and hundreds of listens per episode and we know like 15 of the guys that are listening like we know him personally, right? Yeah. And then there was all those other guys or women or, you know, that are out there that are listening, and we have we no connection with them at all. We we don't know who you are. So it's weird to me that you 
like you listen to hours and hours and hours my boy <laughs> and we can tell that we have people coming back like repeatedly and repeatedly because the numbers never fade even in the off season they don't fade mm-hmm. it's ridiculous to me you know it's it's april or march you know i mean what it they don't fade i mean they're still there so this blows me away that you guys are coming to listen to us talk so but we got some big things coming in yeah, our in our do. film we do and then it's just it's just a revolving door we're gonna hopefully get through the film talk update us and then get right back into the knowledge of of whitetail deer hunting and uh hopefully bring you some successful turkey hunts and then right back into the deer it's a, it's a never-ending revolving door that everybody goes to we're just going to document it and show it to you guys so we hope you guys enjoyed this episode i know mean homie had fun talking about it and uh talking over the phone the song mean homie talk all the time so it's no big deal <laughs> right <laughs> you know I, I normally like when someone talks to the song i'm like man thanks for taking up all you know, taking the time to talk to me but homie talks to me so much it doesn't even matter <laughs> he probably would have been talking to me this long without this going on yeah so. but hey man thanks for having me on your podcast yeah dude you know i appreciate you coming on um i missed a workout for this today was cardio um i drank you seven cardio anyways i drank seven beers instead of doing cardio today so i appreciate that yeah um dude i have that i have that effect on people so. <laughs> um i'm really glad i could come on your podcast and give you some knowledge of how to shoot gear with guns on high sense property <laughs> uh, i know there's a lot of people out there that say they can do that kind of stuff but they just they don't have the the, the, the details like like i do on it so <laughs> Um, did you see my comment on your post, uh, last night? I was going to make a dad, dad podcast with hunting on the side. So yeah, if we had more podcast time, I think we should definitely, we should definitely do that. Just, just host them both. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Just pay to host them both on all kinds. Yeah. Right off the same feed. We could totally get some Pampers Baby Wipe sponsors on for there. For sure, or that, that's what we really need. <laughs> that's, that's what we really need. We're looking for some yeah. some wipe sponsors. <laughs> yeah, I need a formula sponsor. Uh, <laughs> someone hook me up. <laughs> All right, man. Appreciate having you on. Um, you know, I'm glad I'm glad you got a 190 down, and I can't wait for everybody to see it. Yeah, I can't wait for everybody to see your film uh, and just like I said, showcase our personality and. Uh, grow closer to the listeners you know all right bonus outro homie what did you think of these white Hill legacy guys and their film them guys are solid um i'm really proud of them for starting to film this year and put it out and you know learn kind of how they want to film i think they're kind of a joke um i don't really know how their film's gonna go i'm gonna watch it though on youtube yeah i'm definitely but, gonna uh, watch it on youtube I'm not really expecting much because I know I know I could just tell by the the way they speak that they're 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 not good. So yeah, uh, uh, the, the whole the homie guy seems all right. Uh, he seems all guy, right. Uh, did yeah, you feel like that guy shot that deer in the fence or not? I mean, they made them jokes or oh, it references. Was yeah. It was definitely in the fence. Okay, all right. I could tell. With the rifle. He said shotgun, but it's probably with a rifle. It's probably, it's probably, <laughs> probably two hundred and forty yards running away. Four K zoomed in. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, they had they had it zoomed in deep, but uh, yeah, and they keep talking about the Snapchat group, but that's a joke too. Yeah, everybody that's, on that's there. Probably a joke. I ain't heard anybody in there worth a shit. 
Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, we'll just keep doing us, and that's that's what we'll yeah, keep I doing. Yeah, I appreciate them coming on and, and spending time with us, but uh, they really need to step their game up if they're ever going to go anywhere in, in yeah. this industry. Absolutely. I mean, are they even in the industry? I don't think so. No, no. No. All right, well, um, you want to close her out there, big dog? You know, I mean, you're the yeah. one around here shooting the big deer, so I'll let you close yeah, it out. I'll, cl- I'll close it out. Uh, remember... Um, don't be like the Whitetail Legacy boys. Um, always be a cool boy, and Whitetail Legacy's out. <laughs>